Welcome to another episode of Spiritual Gangster Certified. I'm your host, Illy Bish. And we are at the point now where we're, we've entered eclipse season. Um, this episode is dedicated to the astrology of this week with Gemini Brown's weekly astral forecast, letting us know what to expect and how to deal with it. And then I do a little talk specifically about the astrology affecting each of the 12 zodiac signs uh, with this new moon solar eclipse energy that we have here. So you want to stay tuned for that. I thank everybody again for tuning in to another episode of Spiritual Gangsta Certified. What's going on, world? It's your boy Gemini Brown here, back with another episode of Nalo Kicking Knowledge. Today, we'll be taking a look at this week's forecast, seeing what the stars have in store for us. As always, shout out to all the Cancer celebrating birthdays this week. Pay attention to this energy, as it'll be with you all year. So, as many of you know, we have a new moon coming up this week, and it's not just any new moon. It is a total solar eclipse. And eclipses are always significant for the fact that they, they represent a complete restart, okay? It signifies the ending of one cycle and the beginning of another, just like the new moons do. But what I want you to keep in mind here is that for, let's say, half of this year, basically going back to the last eclipse, we've been in a particular cycle working with uh, specific themes and learning certain lessons. So as of late, even up until the last full moon, we may have experienced a culmination, you know, uh, to a certain point. So as always, it's a good time to go back and just reflect upon where you, what was going on in your life at the during the last eclipse and where you are now, okay? And I gotta say, this particular eclipse compared to ones from the past, and speaking of reflecting, I just, I, I was reflecting on last summer. Last summer, uh, eclipse season was very, very intense, you know? Uh, but this particular, you know, eclipse that's occurring in the sign of cancer, it's, you know, gonna be a, a less intense, I'll say that. However, I'm speaking in an overall sense of just the energies at play. But keep in mind, if you have any planets within the degree range of where this eclipse is occurring, which is about uh, 9 to 10 degrees Cancer, if you have any energy within Cancer around here um, in, in trine or square, sextile, it's going to be felt more intensely for you. Okay, but overall, we always want to look at what the the themes of the sign that this is occurring and represented. Cancer deals with the, the realm of emotions. It deals with home. It deals with security, our roots, and our personal conditioning. And, you know, another reason why I said this 
eclipse may not be as intense or more subtle is because itself isn't aspecting transit-wise, it isn't aspecting uh, pretty much any other planet except for Uranus at a very wide orb, you know? Uh, so when we look at that, when we look at the, the sextile uh, towards Uranus, how we can, you know, take advantage of this, is to set goals to come out of our comfort zone. As you know, Uranus represents uh, liberation. It represents embracing what what is different, going against the status quo, your higher genius, okay? Uh, being, just, just standing out rather than standing in, okay? And with Cancer, although these energies are harmonious, change is uncomfortable. So for many of us, depending on uh, where this eclipse is happening, you're gonna be forced to come out of your comfort zone. Not necessarily because something negative occurs, but because without leaving your comfort zone, you don't grow, you know? And I've been kind of singing that message all week. Where, where are you? Where are you going if you remain where you've always been? So during this time, we wanna, like I said, seek to see how we can come out our, our comfort zone. What are we placing value and security upon, okay? Um, what is our emotional programming? And this is another part that's going to play into this particular eclipse. If you're emotionally aligned, if you are, you know, been doing the work to tap into yourself, especially with Mercury and, and Mars having been transiting uh, Cancer, this is going to catch you, this transit is gonna catch you motivated, it's gonna catch you in alignment. But if you're experienced, you know, lots of restlessness or just discord from within, this is a major, you know, sign to reevaluate the themes of cancer within your life, okay? So let's give some examples here. Let's say this uh, eclipse is going to occur within your fifth house, right? In terms of coming outside of your comfort zone, the cancer related to the family and, you know, uh, motherhood and things like that, and in the fifth house being children, we can say, especially at this particular time, um, you know, say you your, your identity or your security has been wrapped up in being a parent, and whether it be your, your child is, you know, now going off to college and they're an adult and they're moving away, you know, that security that you had as, you know, a, a parent or with your children is changing and in turn, it's gonna force you to change. This can, you know, a person made identity being in the flux here, like, what do I do next? Well, the fifth house is the house of creativity. Dig in, dig into your own personal expression, okay? Cultivate you, right? Nurture yourself. Let's say this is occurring within your first house, right? And this works perfectly with the sextile uh, towards Taurus. It's kind of like, in, in one way, it's like, how can, say you've been insecure, right? So like, how can I change my physical appearance, especially if I had any insecurities regarding, you know, my appearance and things like that. 
Taurus is telling you to look towards, if this is your 11th house, you know, Taurus in your 11th house, look towards the, uh, your like-minded people, people who share within the same ideals, you know, how do they carry themselves or, you know, what would make you more, more comfortable or less insecure, okay? Once again, stepping out of the comfort zone, signaling something new, you know, or just in general, as a first house example, just dealing with how you interact with things within your world, probably possibly responding to it with less emotion than you normally would. And I, I'm, I'm gonna get to that as well. So I give, an, I give one more example. Maybe it's your, your 12th house, right? Say this is occurring in your 12th house. There can be a need for you to become more emotionally invested within your, uh, not your career, within your uh, spiritual life, right? Or use your spiritual beliefs or spirituality in some way to help guide your, you know, your career, your public persona as Taurus would, would be within your 10th your house. So look at those energies, see how you can combine them, how you can seek to break out of that comfort zone, switch things up, become more emotionally in tune and things of that nature. Okay, so remember, write, write your goals down. It's imperative to do that. Seek to examine your own internal programming, pay attention to your triggers, okay? And don't be afraid to walk away from things or people uh, that are just, you know, it, that time has passed, okay? So then what we got going on this week too is Venus finishing up this transit, this transit of Gemini, which I've greatly enjoyed. I hope all of you have too. Uh, I've really felt that, you know, deeper social engagement and uh, even even uh, clashing being that Mars and Mercury were also in Cancer at this time. I saw a lot of, you know, clashing between others, but just overall more, you know, sociality. So now Venus is going into the realm of cancer and this is what's exactly what's going to occur mars mars's presence mars being a malefic stirred up certain things for people while uh it was in cancer and many of us maybe there were situations where we didn't like how we reacted we could have cussed somebody out you know or got cursed out or whatever and got in our feelings so it was a trigger, right? So Mars was set to, to, to trigger something off within you emotionally or whatever with family and things like that. So when Venus comes here, Venus being overall harmony, right? Uh, it's, it's a sense of peace and, and well-being. And I like Venus in Cancer, okay? What we, can, what we can see here is that, especially because when Venus comes in, it's gonna square, it's gonna square Chiron. So what, some incident is set to occur that gets you back, you know, emotionally within your feelings. However, this time you have a better understanding of how to approach the situation. Whereas when Mars was there, you may have been uh, more angry or, you know, more combative. This time you seek to bring a, a better sense of harmony towards, you know, this area of life and the themes revolving around cancer, okay? So a lot of things are gonna happen within the realm of relationships, but the way I see it is that we have the ability to find 
the perspective based on where where we're coming from, you know? And then overall, this is just a great time to build up that area of life, to place more emphasis on, you know, building a solid foundation, okay? So if this is your relationships, you know, like I said, Mars may have caused some discord. Now Venus is here like, okay, how can we make things better? Is this even, you know, worth being better? Uh, uh, worth fixing or whatever, okay? Um, if it's your ninth house, this can definitely be a big indicator that we we need to get out here, possibly travel, you know, become more connected with the things that, you know, we believe in or connect with people who inspire us, you know, to be a little bit more faithful and things like that. And it brings me to my next point where I always have to go back to Jupiter in Sagittarius because it's a major transit for the year. It colors it colors the year. So what we have here, what we have before uh, with Gemini season is the the opposition, right? Of bringing a sense of balance between these areas of life. So within this new moon, we have this, you know, uh, Queen Canucks, right? We have it where, you know, this Cancer energy is going to Queen Canucks, uh, Jupiter, Sagittarius, and that goes back to saying like, uh, why? How does my uh, conditioning, my family, you know, my comfort zone that I've created for myself, how does that hinder me from living my truth, okay? And what if I I stepped outside of that? How, how would my life change? So remember, Sagittarius is encouraging you to live your truth. Cancer's kind of like, I'm comfortable with who I am. So it's gonna be a, a little bit of a clash, okay? So focus, Focus on that and um, overall just adding more with with becoming more grounded within your emotions and stuff like that. Doing so through that of, you know, optimism and belief. Okay, so having enough faith that if I make these desired changes, if I go against what makes me comfortable, that everything is go going to work out. All right, then got Mercury, got Mercury here in um leo set to turn retrograde pretty soon and then we got mars we got mars coming through so these energies are going to eventually square uranus which perpetuates the whole theme of what i've been saying about change but with here with, with this here is going to be a need to for some of us to either humble ourselves and our ego okay or dig in and have more of that have more confidence and you know more expression so keep in mind these energies also going to try Chiron so my advice is to tap literally tap into the energies of Leo right and if you if you are an overly confident person maybe you need to just be more mindful of others right meet others where they are okay or on the other on the on the other end, you may need to speak up more. So I'm definitely encouraging, you know, most people to express yourself. This say what you need to say before this uh, Mercury goes retrograde. Okay, or just pay attention to what transpires, and then as it goes retrograde, it'll be something to ponder and get better at. But Mars's presence here is definitely going to serve to motivate. Okay. 
um, it's compatible with what I was just talking about, Jupiter in Sagittarius. So we're going to be more fired up, especially if you've been taking that cancer transit to chill out and, you know, refocus yourself. You should have an abundance of energy and just, you know, understanding of how to direct your will. It's going to be a really, really good transit. But like I said, um, we could find ourselves restless. We could find ourselves challenged, challenged, you know, uh, by that square to your minus. But overall, change is what's needed. So focus on this new cycle. Pay attention to what, you know, the universe is showing you. Like I said, you to really see how this uh, eclipse is going to affect you. Keep in mind the house that you cancer rules in your chart, as well as any planets you have that are going to make it, uh, that are going to be making aspects towards that new moon. All right. So y'all, this is my interpretation of this week's new moon. Feel free to let me know what's going on in your world. If you need a reading, highlight me. If you haven't subscribed to my channel, feel free to do so. Until next time, peace. What is up, everybody? Welcome back to another episode of Spiritual Gangster Certified. I am your host, Philadelphia Vish, and we are officially in eclipse season. This recording, this segment is specifically to give um, some astrological horoscopes for the collective, as well as all 12 signs. Make sure you listen for your sun your moon and your rising and that's what this is all about as we're in this um new moon in cancer solar eclipse energy so essentially collectively i feel this is a call to follow our hearts to greater spiritual and expansive experiences that give us a sense of what's really valuable to us like what really matters you know, usually when we're thinking about what really matters to us, it is a matter of what resonates with us as far as what we seek and what makes us feel comfortable and grounded. So that is something that, of course, we are paying attention to at this time with Jupiter and Sag retrograde in the second spring, Neptune retrograde in Pisces in the fifth. So there's a highlight on new and expansive experiences that draw us closer to feeling comfortable and safe, especially emotionally, with the highlight on this cancer energy, all about the feels with that cardinal water energy, you know, with the sun and the moon being at 10 degrees of cancer where this is occurring. You want to make sure that you're looking in your specific charts for where 10 degrees of cancer falls specifically for you that'll tell you the area of life that you're going to be experiencing this new moon solar eclipse energy in and we'll be extremely passionate about finding that comfort but still have to really get in contact with ourselves because we don't want to be too forceful of our ideas we don't want to push them on people or be too egoic 
because the energy of Mars, which is conjunct Mercury in Leo, squaring Uranus and Taurus, okay, can cause some eruptions if we're too forceful. So being aware that the energy is supporting the potentiality for you to like spaz out suddenly, you might be on the lookout for it better. This is the good part about knowing what's going on, you know, with the transits in astrology so that you can see where the potentiality for things to pop up will come from. And again, if you're checking in your chart, you know, you want to look at where Uranus is. And um, you want to look at where Mars is. Now, who, in order to kind of reconcile this energy, you want to sacrifice the parts of yourself that want to be confrontational for confrontation's sake. Because think about it, like if, all right, all of us have had things go on that we might not have been able to deal with right away. So if you suppress or repress and these things boil up and the opportunity presents itself, you know, you could really erupt. And with that Leo energy, please. <laughs> That is backed up by the sun, listen, and especially because it would be going on during cancer season, it's going to be all about the feels and the undercover emotions that people haven't been letting out. So you want to kind of like guard against not getting too caught up or swept up in that, you know, don't be confrontational for confrontation's sake, because doing so will usher in heart-centered healing if you're able to keep that under control. You know, and that healing's designed to propel our journeys towards what we're truly passionate about. With this Mars and Leo energy, what we're getting is this real sense of heart-centered space. That's what Leo represents. It is ruled by the sun. It is passionate. You think about Leo season itself. It is hot. That heat maintains. It is loyal. It wants to stay somewhere. Do you understand what I mean? It is a fixed fire sign so if we use this energy appropriately you know we can really get in contact with where we need to heal but not only that what we're truly passionate about a lot of these things come through by recognizing the things that you need to heal but your healing depends on your willingness to be in alignment with both your higher self and your physical self these are heavy chiron themes okay i call chiron in aries the wounded alchemist healer like the ability to take and transmute energy into something different is literal alchemy and we have the ability when we know what is coming upon us to be able to tap into that energy and use it appropriately in the path of least resistance at times and sometimes we do have to be ready for resistance but in a way that allows us to just move forward with some sort of roadmap, some sort of understanding about the energies at play and how we can best use them to our advantage. So you have to let the energy of worrying through ego and conflicts of emotions to guide you home to your highest expression of comfort, because then that's all wrapping back up to the North Node being in Cancer, 
where we're all kind of looking for what feels comfortable, what feels safe, what brings us a sense of security. And this is also stuff that we're emotionally tied into, you know, the way that we process our emotions. So you can even take that information and look at your own moon and the placement of your moon. And what does that say about how you process your emotions? How are you able to get down there and you know, deal with them, feel them? What are your natural instinctual reactions to things? How do these things play out with the aspects that your moon makes to other planets in your chart? These are very important questions to ask yourself because then you'll actually get to see and kind of step into the energy of what processing things is like for you. And since a major theme and that's really tied into the cancer energy is being able to process these emotions in such a way that we can find our comfort and sense of home. You have to look to how you emotionally process things. How are you going to get any closer to where it is that you're trying to be with that, you know? So these are things to pay attention to and listen to on a collective level. So again, make sure you listen for your sun, your moon, and your rising sign for more of like a specific look into how this eclipse energy and everything going around it is going to affect you. Do bear in mind the most accurate way, of course, is to look at how this energy is impacting your chart. You can look at your birth chart, your progress chart, whatever. But for Aries, suns, moons, rising... What themes arise for you when it comes to home, your surroundings, and your physical and emotional comforts? That's going to be an area to look at with this energy. What do you have to let go of in terms of an outdated system or structure in your home or relationship with your family or your mother or women? Anything having really to do with feminine receptive essence? This energy will, will put a focus on you reconnecting to what you're passionate about and expressing it. Watch out for sudden outbursts and think before you speak this week, Aries, um, because your energy is going to be uplifted by um, we're having Jupiter in a fire sign as well as Mars in Leo at the Aries degree, zero degree. You gotta be careful. Um, think before you speak this week, Aries, Suns, Moons, and Rising. Taurus, um, there's an outdated quality, and this is Taurus, Suns, Moons, and Risings again, to some of your thought patterns that you're, you've used to kind of become attached to your emotions. A lot of times our thought patterns, um, things that we've just come up thinking um, to be true for the way that we think has a really heavy impact on our emotions. And you have an opportunity to use this energy to be receptive to new ways to process your emotions and bring your thoughts into alignment with them. If you've been feeling some sort of disconnect um, between thoughts and emotions, this will provide you with a new opportunity to realign them. But it's necessary to look at examining your deeper emotional and psychological patterns as an adventure of sorts. I feel like when you look at it, when you look at having to deal with deeper emotional stuff as an adventure, it's something to seek out. You know, it makes it a much better journey to deal with. It wants to be an adventure that requires as much intuitive awareness as mental awareness. 
So it's a marrying of, you know, mental and intuition. And don't be a bully this week, Taurus, suns, moons, and risings. It's easier than usual for you to come off aggressively out of nowhere with this Uranus in Taurus energy, okay? That, listen, y'all. You're just going to be carrying that with you, so you got to be better. <laughs> Chill out a little, this, um, especially this week. I guess I should say this eclipse... And this new moon energy at least for a month. But um, eclipse energy in general could be six months. But I guess I'm talking about this week more so than anything around this energy happening. Gemini, suns, moons, and rising. A new start is being blessed in the area of finances, values, and tangible material things. Mmm, that sounds good for y'all, Gemini. Uh, what do you have your eyes set on? That you're more than willing to put forth the effort to receive. If something is on your list, you've had your eye on it, or you have set a financial goal, you're in an opportunity energetically with this energy to be able to go towards it, okay? To be able to have the focus, dedication, and aggression necessary to do so. You're keenly attuned to what you value with a new sense of how to get it. Let that energy flow through you so that old structures of being dependent on others' finances, others' ideas, backing, or support just fall away. You can step out on your own and really, really do this on your own, Gemini, Sun, Moons, and Risings. You're up for the task of getting what you need on your own. Be careful not to overspend or overindulge, though, because this energy is... um the new moon solar eclipse energy is concentrated in your second house don't overindulge or overspend but this is really good for you know you hitting that financial goal cancer suns moons and risings are you comfortable with who you are I know sometimes we all ask ourselves this question but attune it to the emotional inner workings that make you who you are like really who you are beneath everything these things are going to come up and refuse to be noticed so if how you've been acting has not been in accordance with who you are at the core of you underneath that crabby shell well you're not going to be able to ignore that um, with this eclipse energy how you feel about yourself is due for an up Grade. Your one-on-one -on -one relationships with others will mirror back to you what you're unhappy with. Um, and when we see what we're unhappy with with others, a lot of us don't take it as a moment to look at what it's reflecting back to us. But there's always something there. What do you see of yourself in others? Because that's really the question to ask yourself to get to the heart of the matter. So what do you see of yourself in others that needs tidying up? Like, what are you criticizing about other people that they need to fix that basically is a finger pointed back at you? That's the question. So a moment of clarity suddenly coming to you could lead to arguments in your circles of friends. I feel like you're going to be having a lot of downloads. So be patient and process the information before sharing it with other people. You don't want to be too forceful with what you find out. I feel like sudden realizations for most of us, when they come to us, we're like, oh my God, you know, and you know, that energy is so like, 
I don't want to call it erratic because it's not really what I mean, but more so it's so out of nowhere and takes you off guard that it's like something that you have to express. You know what I mean? So moving on to Leo, suns, moons, and risings. A subconscious urge to purge what you've been keeping to yourself for quite some time. I'm telling you, something's boiling down in that 12th house. But um, it's boiling over underneath that energy. So like that Leo energy of being heart centered. Y'all are passionate about what you do. If you keep it under wraps and don't let certain things out, you know, that boils and it when things boil, it gets hot. Stress has been building up, which has been affecting your health and your ability to function practically on a day-to-day basis. Okay, so there's something about the patterns that you've established that needs to undergo restructuring. So your routine needs to undergo a change and a swift or sudden inspiration can occur now that can help you to find innovative ways to ease your stress. A lot of the times in order for our everyday, day-to-day patterns to be something that we can accept and routines that we can get into, there has to be some sort of part of the day that is dedicated to getting rid of your stress, decompressing, relaxing. So this comes up. And it says this also can be really an emotional time when that comes up for review. I'm sorry. I'm reading my own words, my own handwriting wrong. This can be a really emotional time when what comes up for review can be karmic. Um, it's almost as if we try to avoid a lot of different things and push them down and not dealing with them actually stretches us out much more than dealing with them ever could. So this is almost like a reminder with this energy to open yourself up to clearing old karma and letting your pent up emotions flow because a lot of those emotions are pent up because we're refusing to deal with our karma in some way. You know, karma that we have to settle. You've got to work through things. You can't hold it in. So Leos, get that done. Leo, sun, moons, and risings. All right, Virgo, suns, moons, risings. Value systems are under harsh review. But the compulsion to express yourself emotionally in your circles of friends or online can give you a new sense of comfort. Now, like, Virgo can be the hermit. (laughs) You know, really coming out and expressing things especially emotional things is not really at speed that's more of its opposite Pisces but flashes of of insight under this freaking energy about hidden emotional conflicts will open you up to discussing new ideas you want to be viewed and valued in a new and refreshing way but in order to do that Virgo suns moons and risings You have to realize the truth about your emotions, okay? Now, the thing about that is you can't deny them. You have to face them head on. There is no more, oh, I won't deal with them or not looking them dead in the face. How do you allow your emotions to make you idealize your relationships? Because I feel like when you idealize your relationships, what you're actually doing is... You're projecting onto other people that with which you wish to experience, but a lot of the times that which you can't even give yourself. Okay. You guys have got Neptune retrograde and Pisces hanging out in your seventh house of one to one relationships. So I feel like that's a big focus. Okay. You know, 
why are you seeking these things out in others instead of being comfortable with you is it the need virgos to like kind of pick something else apart other than yourself be honest with yourself your dreams may be more vivid and fiery than usual to under this influence virgo so make sure you pay attention to them and libra risings hey i'm a libra rising let me stop libra rising suns and moons y'all whose life is already about balance listen listen this eclipse energy and new moon energy is hitting your 10th house of career your public face what you're known for reputation i feel like for a lot of us we've been coming to a point where we need to feel comfortable in the work that we do it needs to be work that provides us with some sort of emotional fulfillment and allows us to nurture and since this is the theme of what we're all looking for you know this is a time where you have to be very mindful of balance yet again you know um there's a theme of maybe structuring more at home and then at the same time letting things flow with work it's it's a it's a bit of a balance you've got to find the the right thing for it but also i feel like you're going to feel compelled to just kind of let things loose in your relationships with the deeper connections that you have with people um maybe there would be sudden news or you feel compelled to really have to dive deeper into the meanings of the connections that you have with other people i would say you just want to kind of watch out for being impulsive um, as far as information that you may find out, um, think before sharing it. Don't just push stuff out there. All this is very connected to your reputation. We want to, you know, not really get all caught up in some things um, emotionally. So Scorpio, Scorpio moon, Scorpio rising, Scorpio suns. You guys, this is a time where spiritual connectivity emotionally to knowledge is super important. You want to make sure that you're surrounding yourself or make sure that you have um, at your disposal some way to really kind of like delve into some new ideas. You already have a tendency to kind of pull things in and hold them and be distrustful. Learning to open up just a little bit emotionally is necessary. However, the only way that you're really gonna be able to do that is by opening yourself up to the ideas and concepts of others. So I feel like spiritual experiences and things of that nature are really going to be key for you guys under this energy. You're gonna be really passionately focused on where you're trying to go and what you're trying to make of yourself. And a, a big part of that is realizing what you need to work on down underneath it all. And, and though, um, you know, I feel like y'all are always <laughs> looking at things under the surface. This particular thing has to do with your inner transformation and ability to tap into higher spiritual experiences emotionally. So this is something for you to pay attention. You don't want to necessarily be a know-it-all. Okay, be careful. Don't read something and, and a little of it and think that makes you like the boss. You know everything about it because that will not come over well with people, especially people close to you. They're not going to like that. So watch 
out for that. Um, we're gonna move on to Sagittarius suns, moons, risings. Okay, I hope you guys are maybe taking some time to kind of look over your health routines, not um, allowing the transit of your home and ruling planet to make you get a little chunky because sometimes that can happen <laughs> with Jupiter going through your first as you guys have, but. Whew, there is a ton of focus on subconscious, psychological, deeper issues, secrets, all types of taboos. Stuff is needing to kind of come out. There's a compulsion with the cancer energy being cardinal water, which is like, go for it, emotion. Coming through in your eighth house, come on. You, like, the spotlight is shining there. You have to tackle that area, especially since Mars just went into Leo and it's at the Aries degree tackling things it's like uh, to get to the bottom of some of the things that you've been stubborn about emotionally, sexually, having to deal with the things that you don't really like talking about is going to be key. That energy is definitely there. So Sagittarius, suns, moons and risings. Do um, be careful um, to just make sure that you realize that there's a lot turning for you emotionally at this time. And that could lead to some really crazy outbursts, but some that probably need to happen in order to, you know, restructure things for you properly. Okay. IJS, Capricorn, suns, moons, risings. Hey guys. All the cap energy in the first house has been hitting us hard. But that means that the focus of this eclipse energy is in our seventh house, okay? So with the sun and the moon being there, the ego and um, receptive emotions being in accordance with one another, going through your seventh house of one-to-one -one relationships, there is more of an emotional theme to them. I think that you can expect a lot of, I guess, sensitivity to maybe a little um, psychic connection with just a, a real emotional just connection to and attention paid to your relationships, things you're passionate, people you're passionate about. But um, this energy can make you fiery as well because you've got Mars in Leo going through your seventh on all of this energy kind of encouraging you in, in a way to really like assert yourself passionately, passionately. Just remember when you do that, if you're not taking other people into consideration, it's going to come off bullying and you don't want to be the bully in your relationship. So be careful. Take a moment and kind of chill when you're like feeling your passion. Sometimes what we're passionate about, even though we can have the best intentions, can like kind of, you know, just kind of explode in our faces because we didn't think about how it would come off to other people. Pay attention to your relationships with others. Okay. And I think you're going to have some prophetic dreams. Watch out for those. And um, Aquarius, suns, moons, and risings. Your intuitive connection 
to the collective goes without saying. But your ability to really seriously process emotions in a feeling way instead of a thinking way can really be a challenge for you. But that is the very key to you unlocking some of the best parts of yourself with this energy. I mean, literally um, getting you in contact with what you can be dead set to like create with. You know what I mean? For you to put yourself out there, whatever that talent of yours you have going, you have to be sure in some capacity that if you want to get the best of this energy, that what you wind up doing is realizing that it's okay to kind of feel some things out as opposed to just intellectualize them. You can do it, Aquarius. I feel you. You can. You can. Even though I know a lot of times it's not that the emotional processing isn't going on. It's just the way that it's being processed for you guys makes it kind of difficult for other people to realize you're processing your emotions, so to speak. Getting a, getting a new way to express yourself. You'll be able to handle it. It'll be awesome. And then my Pisces, Suns, Moons, and Risings. Guys, our energy is sextiling this cancer energy opportunities for us to find our way home to comfort to get out of the swimming in the opposite direction away from the things that make us feel uncomfortable and instead get in alignment with them and swim towards them are very present okay when you have this energy set up this way and you're getting an opportunity to really focus on your comfort, for for you, emotions reign supreme. Now, the energy with Saturn and Pluto is, is definitely like affecting you. Um, it is in Capricorn, which of course sextiles your sign. So there is some sort of receptive quality of understanding in order to find the comfort that we're looking for. We do have to strike that balance with having proper structure. What areas of your life are out of control that don't have those structures, or if they do have structures that are not working, what can we do to pull them down and put something up in their stead? We can't feel comfortable, Pisces, if we're not able to be in a comfortable environment. And structure gives us what our immediate environment is. Remember, we're working in integrity. And I would caution you guys this week to really, 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 really tap into the part of yourself that's passionate about what you love and speak that. But you got to realize other people may not be able to see what you see and vision what you envision so you can't get discouraged at anybody's um, opposition to it at all know that you're innovating in these areas know that these sparks of inspiration that are popping out for you are totally from your heart so only someone of the same heart and mind would get it but this is what i'm picking up when i'm looking at the charts themselves hope you guys can come to some peace at the beginning of this eclipse season because you know we'll be having a lunar eclipse with the sun opposing the moon so a full moon and 
This is a season packed full of a lot of energy that can really deeply transform us. I think this first step is very important because we're getting opportunities to essentially establish new ways to feel comfortable out in the world, new ways to not just nurture ourselves, but others and bring a sense of uh, relief to any of the areas where there's been conflict or bring a sense of home to any of the areas that have felt like we haven't been able to get comfortable in quite some time. I was listening um, to, I think, Nadia Shah talk about how the energies call for looking at the opposite energies of things. And this Cancer Capricorn axis is really about public face versus you know, um, private face about structure versus emotional flow in finding a balance, um, between those two things. I feel like what we'll have is the perfect, um, environment for all of us to feel not only like we're heard, but that we're understood, but that we're felt that's the sort of the energy that we're all looking for. Um, so we're looking back and thinking of where haven't we felt that and what can we do to reconcile that really because we all really do have that power and that capability so thank you guys so much for listening um i'll see you next time on another episode of spiritual gangsta certified